Hi, my name is Jamie and I'm listening to a Thai football podcast. Welcome to the seventh episode of a Thai football podcast with me and Rob Bernard. How are you, Dale? I'm good, mate. Very good. Thank you. It's been a great week and you've certainly been out and about. I believe you're at the match on Saturday. I was. I was. Fantastic occasion too. Good for the league, I think. Yeah, definitely. It seemed a good way to start the season and your report is up on the blog. I'll put the blog address in the notes to this programme so people can read it. And at the end of the programme, I believe you're going to tell us all about your experiences at Rajamangala. I sure am. Right, look forward to that. Anyway, we're going to start the programme this week. Um, now, Isaac Hansen, who is a Conken United fan, has kindly submitted his season preview to this week's show. And he also managed to catch up with two of the players, uh, Joshua Groman, I think I've got that right. I keep wanting to say Josh Groban, but he's a singer, isn't he? I think, or as an actor. Is he a singer, actor, singer? Hey, mate. <laughs> um, and also uh, Lossamy Karabue, I think I've got that right. So he caught up with those two and asked them a few of our questions. So that's coming up now. So pump up your cushions, sit back and listen to two of Conken United players previewing the forthcoming season. Hi Dale. So before I get started giving my own answers, I reached out to two of the members of the squad to see if they would be willing to add a few of their own answers, and they were both kind enough to take the time to send me their replies to a couple of the questions. The first player I'll introduce began his career at the Youth Academy of Olympique Lyonnais in France, and will be starting his fifth season in Thailand after previously playing for Ratchaburi, Supanburi, and last year with Prachuap, is midfielder Lossami Karabue. So here are his expectations for the season. Our goal is to stay in T1 and to maintain that status as quickly as possible, not leaving it to the last day. Then personally, is to make a full season and to make as many matches as possible and to score and make assists like last season. Then the next player is beginning his third season with us and has been one of our most consistent performers over the past two seasons. It's our part Australian, part Filipino, part Dutch center back and team captain for most of the second leg last year, Joshua Grauman. And he adds, personally for myself, is to continue to play as consistent as, as I have been for the past two seasons with Konken. I want to show everyone that I am one of the best defenders in the Thai League. As for the team, it's hard to tell as many teams have brought in a lot of new players, and so have we. So when it comes to expectations for the team, I'm expecting everyone to give 110% every game for the club and focus each week on winning matches. Okay, for the preseason preparations, I'll turn to the two players again for this one as they would know much better than I would. So Josh responded, So far the preseason preparations have been as expected. 
a lot of running and physical work to get the boys ready for the long season. The players are working well together and everyone is happy with the steps we have taken so far to prepare for the start of the league. And then for Lossamy, I slightly changed this question a bit with him being a new player to the squad. I asked him how the transition has been settling in with a new team and teammates in a new city, and then also what impressions he had of Konken from the times he's played here before with Supanburi and Prachuab. And he said, I know some players in this team like Steven Longgil. I played for a long time with him at Rachaburi, so I have a good feeling with my new teammates. And Konken is a very good city, and me and my family already feel at home. I played last year here with Prachuap, so I know it's difficult to play here for the opponent because the fans are with the team, and I think this is a strength of the club. Okay, and then I also asked Josh for his opinion on some of the new signings as well. So he had said, the new signings that the club have made are quality. You can tell that the new players are at a good level, and it's a good competition to have in the club for the players to fight for starting spots each week in training. The foreigners we have signed have played in high-level leagues abroad and have already made names for themselves in the Thai League, which is good. That I asked Lossamy sort of what impact we can expect him to have and what his style of play is. He said, I will give everything for the team and my style is I try to be uh, able to support my teammates in defense, but I also like to play up front and can play midfielder or as a second striker or like a number 10. The games some of the players are looking forward to, Josh had said the first game of the season at home against Buriram is the most exciting, not just because it's the first game of the new season, but also because they're the league champions and I always love playing against them to show the quality myself and the team have. In regards for away games, I would say my favorite place to play would be at Port, as the fans feel so close to the field and the atmosphere is entertaining. And then Lossamy, he had said he wants to play against Rachaburi and Prachuap, of course, his former sides, and then also Buriram for the first home game. And then for away, away games, he's looking forward to BG, Port, then the reverse fixtures at Rachaburi and Prachuap, and then Muang Tong. Right, that was excellent. <clears throat> Always nice to get um, some of the players on, get a completely different perspective, and some great answers there, and thanks to Isaac for doing that. Yeah, it's great, isn't it, to have the players involved. I thought they both had similar accents. They <laughs> do, That sort of uh, Northern, Northern American accent. Anyway, we're going to hear Isaac's own season preview now. For the first four fixtures, I didn't want to ask the players this one. I didn't want to put them sort of on the hot seat trying to give a prediction for any of those games. But we open with Buriram at home, which is a fixture we've actually never lost. We've drawn them both times that we've played them at home in the Thai League so far. I think it was 0-0 two years ago, 1-1 last year. So I'll maybe predict another draw. Uh, maybe history will repeat itself. Maybe we'll get lucky. Uh, with that one. So let's say maybe 1-1 at home against Buriram. Then we'll go to Chonburi to visit your team, Dale. Uh, that's a fixture we've not done well with in the past. Um, really, all away games have been a bit tricky for us. Uh, so let's maybe think uh, possibly a loss there, unfortunately. Then back home against Rachaburi, I think that one should be winnable. And then at Chiang Rai, another tough one. 
um, going up, m- making the long trip up north. So I'll say from the first four games, if we could get maybe four points, I'd be happy with that. So maybe I have where the points will come from. We'll be wrong. Maybe we lose against Buriram. Hopefully not. We'll see what happens there. But four points from those first four, I think, would be decent because it's not the easiest run of games there. And for the new signings, I, I like most of them. Uh, I think it seems like there's maybe a bif- bit of a different strategy for the new signings this year compared to last year. I think going with players that are experienced and proven in the Thai League. Uh, last year, a lot of our foreign import signings didn't have experience in the Thai League before, and we kind of misfired on a couple of those. So looks like maybe a different strategy this year. So... We've got Lasami Karabuai that I mentioned before. So he'll be holding it down in the midfield, hopefully chipping in a couple of goals and assists. Then Steven Longil on the wing, who was at, I think, Utaitani last season. Also played a few years with Ratchaburi as well. Um, I'm really excited to see him play. You know, he scored a really nice solo goal against us two years ago. Then also I saw, just reading up on him, a couple of weeks ago, I saw he scored in the Champions League even for Osher against Ajax in 2010. So it's pretty unique to have a, a goal scorer in the Champions League in the side. So I'm looking forward to seeing him play. And then at striker, we've signed Brenner, who was at Prachuap for the second leg of last year. Uh, he's a Brazilian, this like big, thick, sort of hulk of a guy. Um, you know, looks like the classic number nine type of target man. So hopefully he'll be able to body some of the smaller Thai defenders, bag a couple of goals. And then, let's see, some of the other guys, um, we've signed Tinakorn Asurin on a permanent deal. We had him on loan from Buriram last year. So he'll help out uh, shore up the defense a bit. Then Sampan Kesi on loan from Chonburi. So you might be familiar with him, Dale. I think he was on loan at Samuprakan City. I think Phil uh, had at one point said some nice things about him on Twitter. So looking forward to seeing what he can do at left back because that's a position of need for us. And then some other guys include Saksit Jitwijan, uh, also from Samuprakan City last year, a center back. And then Chachai Chiaklang, a right back from Nongbuapit most recently. So looking forward to seeing how all those guys mix in and help provide us with some depth, which we were short on a bit last year at times. For the outgoings, uh, the notable ones, we've lost Aleph, who was a consistent contributor in the defense, both at center back and left back at times. I think he's gone to Indonesia. And then, let's see, Lidor Cohen, Really helped us out a lot in the second leg of last year, getting some timely goals and assists. So he'll be missed. I think he's now at Trot. And then uh, Ibsen Mello. He's gone to, I think, India now. So uh, what happened with him last year, I'm not entirely sure. But two years ago for us, he was great. I think second in the whole league in goals scored. And then last year, a bit of a down year. Not sure what happened there. And then also his brother is gone as well. And then I think just a couple of other guys sort of on the fringes who weren't really consistent first team players. Well, last year it was a lot of our defenders who were the ones who had the strongest impact. 
So hopefully this year it will be the attacker's turn to stand out. If we're going to have a successful season, I think we're definitely going to need a bigger impact from our foreign imports, as a couple of those kind of flopped last year. I mean, the fact that our leading scorer last year had only five goals and was a center back in Jung Hon Chol highlights the, le the need for sort of a reset of our attacking options. And so hopefully the trio of new acquisitions in Brenner, Langeel, and Karabue will find ways to keep us out of another relegation fight and keep the goals coming. If I could bring back someone from a previous team, there are a few guys that came to mind, like uh, Suit, who I think is now at Mung Tong, Paolo Conrado, who's in Vietnam now, but the one I'll go with here is Douglas Kobo. Um, if we could get like a younger version of him to fill in one of the midfield roles, like maybe as like a hard-nosed sort of number six, no-nonsense type of guy to make the hard tackles and do all the dirty work, I think that would be that would fit perfectly with what we're missing and what we need for this year. Uh, so for our coach, um, Coach Boss. He took over in that uh, like World Cup break last year, so we had him in charge for all of leg two, in which he led us to 22 points, which I thought was a pretty good total. I mean, that was double what we had in leg one, where we had only 11 points. So we saw a lot of improvement under him, and I think a lot of uh, like team unity seemed to be you know a bit more of cohesive last uh, in in leg two of last year. So if we could just do that same thing again, give us, you know, 20, 21, 22 points each leg should put us in a pretty good and comfortable spot above the relegation zone. So somewhere around that would be really nice. See, favorites to win the league, of course, would have to be Buriram, but hopefully, uh, hopefully someone, I don't know who, but it would be nice to see someone, anyone, give them a bit more of a challenge this year, so... If I had to pick someone out, maybe maybe BG, if uh, Chanatip can have a good impact on them. Hopefully, uh, at least make the, the final day of the season have a bit of weight. You know, hopefully Buriram won't have things wrapped up a month before the end of the season. So that would be nice. Uh, and then for teams going down, uh, it's a bit of a tough one. Because I, I do like a lot of the additions that some of the new teams have made. I think they've made some pretty quality signings. Like some of the players I was hoping we would be able to sign have gone to some of the new teams. So um, if I had to choose three teams, though, let me go with maybe Nakon Patom, maybe Sukotai, and then uh, let's do one of the other new teams. How about Utaitani, maybe? But really, as long as it's not us. I don't really mind who who else it is. Let's see, team I would most like to beat this season. Uh, I think it would be great to beat Buriram in the first game of the year. Just really set the tone, you know, show that we're a different side from what we had last year. So that would be a great way to start the season. And this year's surprise package, well, hopefully it could be us. Um... That'd be great if we could maybe, you know, push up towards the middle of the table. Let's say maybe 7th, 8th, ninth, Just maybe one of the single-digit places in the table. Let's see, changes to the tie league. Um, 
Um, and I don't know if there's really any specific changes I'd be able to suggest, but I, I think just generally it would be great for the league if there was a bit more balance at the top. Like, um, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that Bury Ram's probably going to win the league again. So, you know, if they could, I mean, they could still win the league, that's fine, but if there was at least a bit more competition towards the top, like, uh, like I had mentioned earlier, if it didn't, you know, if it wasn't settled a month before the end of the season, that'd be great. How does the league go about doing that? How do the team owners go about um, improving their sides in a way to compete with Buriram? I don't have an answer for that, to be honest, but hopefully there's some way to figure that out and make it a bit more balanced. So is there anything you'd like to say about Isaac's preview? You made some good yeah. points, I thought. I thought so, yeah, and it's good to hear some positivity, Dale. I'm, I'm the same as you, and it'll be something I will be hitting on later. I know you're eagerly anticipating that bit, but yeah, good. And good luck to Conken. You know, they're, they're coming through, and they've got plans for a new stadium, I believe, in a year or two. And and good on uh, Isaac, yeah. Really enjoyed yeah, that. Definitely. I, th- I think it, it did come across really well. And the stadium, I think he tweeted this week, didn't he, that they've, they've got some land earmarked for that. And all being well, the, the building will start soon. So, yeah, good luck to Conken United. Hi, my name's John. And I'm listening to Thai Football Podcast. The Thinking Persons Thai Football Podcast. Next up, we've got someone coming on the podcast who needs absolutely no introduction from me. So I'm not going to give him one. He can introduce himself. Who are you, caller, and why are you calling? Oh, hi, I'm Gian. And I think you want to start by talking about your club side, which mm-hmm. is Mungtong United. So, go on, floor's yours. What would you like to say? I'll, I'll interject when I think it's uh, necessary, but otherwise, off you go, Gian. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm feeling very positive about Mungtong, um, probably more than I've felt in a while. Um, during you know, in 2020, during COVID, we had that situation where we sold a lot of star players. Uh, there was a threatening of like a financial crisis at the club. And since then, since that point to now, we've had two consecutive fourth place finishes. Now, I was being laughed out of the room by people when I said we will stay in the top six, even with the squad we have. I was like, people saying, no, you won't stay in the top six. And we've gotten two consecutive fourth place finishes. Um, and this summer we've added some good players to the team. We've lost some good players, but I've watched us play in friendlies. Season starts in a week, and I think we've just been been like really good. We play really good football. Um, I ap- appreciate you know the style that Mario Drovsky wants to play. We managed to sign Tanawat, um, the Thai international from from Leicester, and. I was really impressed by that. I didn't think we'd even be like in the sphere to compete with to, for him. You know, I thought like if Buriram want him or if BG want him, like, I mean, example, BG just got Chanatip. I thought like we can't even compete. So the fact we've made that signing, we play good football. Um, I'm really positive about Mung Tong and that's more than I've been in a while. So that that's good. And the whole, the league as a whole, it's been a bit of a drag with the TV deal and all that, um, it's been a bit disheartening to see how how unorganized the league is just one week away from the start. 
but at least for for my club i can be positive i think you're right i think overall it has it has been quite a difficult close season and mm. as you say a lot of things seem to have been left to the very last minute and you know people it, it's hard to say isn't it whether people are going to get put off by that or whether they're really not going to bother once the season starts um but it it is unsettling i i i personally i'm feeling quite optimistic for this season it sounds ridiculous given everything we've just said but i i just got a feeling that the, the clubs have kind of wrestled a bit of control from the 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 thai league and from mm-hmm. the, the football association and obviously it's in their best interest to make things work and i think mm-hmm. given that i think i think we'll see some improvements now you could play this tape back to me in 6 8 months time and i could be completely wrong but if i'm right i should be i'll have this on loop that week's podcast is just going to be me saying that for 30 minutes so you've been warned <laughs> but going back to what you were saying about mung tong i i didn't actually see the game last week and i, I appreciate they were only playing a, a young bangkok united side but mm. one or two of the comments i saw on twitter and rob my my co-host on this this podcast was at the match and he was very impressed with the way they played. They were playing out from the back. He said the football was lovely, flowing football. Everybody felt was confident on the ball. Do you think now that's a case of Mario's had time to settle in and he, he's he's getting his ideas across? And as you've said, you know, they, they had two fairly successful seasons and that's that's given them a platform, hasn't it? Do you, so do you think this is the season when they, they can actually push on? Uh, I don't know about push on. Um, because when you look above us, you've got Buriram who are not going to slow down, and uh, they've got Ishi who's excellent at you know he two trebles in a row like they, and they're not slowing down at all. Then you have BG who have just signed China Tip. They they have almost Thailand's whole AFF Cup winning midfield from twenty twenty one save for Tanawat who we have and they have Chawat in there instead. But they've got Saraj Pitiwat China Tip. That's that's unreal. Um, so our cap, I think, realistically is third. That's the highest we can go. And we have Bangkok United and Port in there. And and Chonburi, I believe, will be in there competing for that third place spot. So results was, I don't know. I hope would be to try and win one of the cups, hopefully the FA Cup and get into a continental competition. But I'm just happy to see us playing good football, signing good players, and promoting young players and having the young players come in and, and play well um, and be a big part of the team. That's just really encouraging to see. And it just makes for a good experience to go to the stadium and just enjoy myself. And, you know, I think I'd be happy with a third place finish. And, and yeah, that would already be like excellent for us. And about the clubs breaking away from the FA, I do agree with you that, yeah, if it's run by clubs, it's better because the clubs have an interest to make it work versus the FA, which the incentive is not as powerful. But I prefer to have it done in like a structured way. Like if you're going to do a breakaway, then make a new organization like the PL and, and, and the FA being separate in England. Don't let it be this ad hoc situation where the most politically powerful club owners get to control everything. I mean, even if we did end up having a breakaway with a structure, it would probably end up being similar. But I think we'd all feel a bit more at ease if there was an actual company that is making these decisions, not individual clubs like meeting in a back room and hashing out a deal. I'd prefer it happening at a at a company level. 
if we're going to yeah. play with Mia, which might not happen as well. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I totally agree. I mean, it, I think it, it got to a point, didn't it, where something had to be done and mm. th- this was necessary. Now, maybe what, what you've just said, that will all come in the future. And I hope it will, because you're right, you, you just can't have one or two, especially when they're running clubs as well. You know, you, you can't have these people running yeah. the league and because they, mm. you know, interests in... In, in in teams and how the clubs perform and you know that could lead to all sorts of problems and complications but I'd, you're right um I'd like to think that discussions are going on and you know knowing a couple of the the prime movers in this um this breakaway I think that will be happening and I, I, I don't think it will be quite the wild west I think we will get some structure it might take a while and obviously we've, we've got to give them time but you know personally I, I'm like I said, I'm I'm feeling quite optimistic about about this and the season ahead. Certainly at T1 level, we we're not talking about below that because there's obviously lots of yeah. other issues there. And apologies to fans of of clubs who aren't in the top flight. I know what that's like as a a lifelong Oldham Athletic fan. But for for yeah. Thailand, I think for the and certainly for the the T1 Premier League, whatever you want to call it, I think this is this is a good move, and it, hopefully it'll have a knock on effect, and everyone will benefit in the future. Yeah. Anyway, we've only got a couple of minutes left, Jan. So I believe you also have a couple of predictions. So how do you want to do it? Do you want to just go through it or do you want me to fire something at you and you give me an answer? Well, I'll go with my league winner and my bottom three. And then the rest okay. is a bit... I've got a top four, but I'm scared to say it because I'll get accused. Oh, of come on. Come on. That's We, we uh... don't mind on this program. Okay. So you, okay. go on then. Bottom three. The bottom three... Uh, Patom, I don't think they've strengthened enough to to make an impact in the in the league. I'm actually going for Sukhothai, like second from bottom. I think they'll have a poor season. I really do. I think they're gonna struggle. And I've got Thrat just about losing out, um, and getting relegated. So of the promoted clubs, I think Uttaytani will survive. Uh, they look pretty good. They've signed some good players. Um, then my top four. Um, so I've, I've got to first. Boy, I'm to first. You've already given fourth. us a spoiler alert, so I think we, we know what's coming. <laughs> you go fourth, third, second. Okay. Then. I've actually got Chomburi in fourth and Mung Tong in third. Okay, which that's scary. I, I, this is going to come back and haunt me. And then I've got BG in second, close second because they've got China Tip, they've got you know lots of talent in there. Then Boy Ram to do it again, hopefully, not, yeah. but. If I had to put my money on it, yeah, that's how I'd go. Because I, I don't know if BG will stick with the one coach through a whole season. So I can't I can't there's a first say. time there's a there's a first time for everything, Jan. Yeah, truly. So you when you say close second, how close is it? Is it gonna go to the last day? Is ev- is everything gonna come down to the last round of matches? I don't think we'll... so. I think maybe two two games remaining, it'll be just like something like that. Right. So it won't be a case of having a split screen on the final day, watching the two games simultaneously. Uh... I think get there. But no one ever right. thinks it will get there, and it does, so hopefully. <laughs> mm. Well, this might be the season. And, okay, I know you haven't probably haven't prepped this, but League Cup winners? Oh, boy. Uh, Bank of United, because they deserve to win something. Okay, and FA Cup winners? Us, let's go. Tong United, FA Cup winners. You heard it here first. We're going to do it. Okay. And who are you going to beat in the final? Hmm? Who are you going to beat in the final? Ram, of course. Who else? 
Oh, or right. port. Right. So, port in the even better. Speed port FC in the final. Let's do that. Right. Okay. Let's try and keep the fans out then. Yeah. Well, you, you're on record now. And um, <laughs> I shall also write these down. So yeah. there's no escape. This is all the pro- this is always the problem when you make predictions. Anyway, yeah. it's been it's been great to chat, Jan. Um yeah, really enjoyed that. And like I said, yeah. plenty of food for thought there. And I'll speak to you soon, mate. All right. Bye. Bye. Right. Thanks, Jen. That was excellent. And like I say, I think those uh, predictions of yours are going to cause a bit of controversy in certain circles. Uh, and I think probably Rob's going to be the first one in that circle. <laughs> in Dale, was the, was the interview done in two parts at different times? Why do you say that, Rob? Well, I think he did the predictions from a ganja cafe. Were they that bad? Is he all right? I know he's enthusiastic. What? If he gets those three right, I'll buy his drinks for a week. Right. Okay, I think we better leave that there. So moving on, um, your experiences on Saturday, Rob. I'm really keen to hear about this because I know nothing about it. You haven't let on. This is going to be brand new to me. So the floor's yours. Well, basically, Dale, and I know it's only probably a microcosm of those who've got football and everything, but there seems to be a lot of negativity around. And I try and be positive, and I think there's a lot of good things. As I say, Saturday's game, I think it's good for the league, not not in a Buriram bashing kind of way, but it offers up for everybody, you know? I think there's plenty to look forward to. All right, we've had a few, you know, hurdles along the way, but I think they're more or less ironed out now. You know, we're ready to go. I can't wait for Friday and watching the first games. Hopefully get to a game myself this weekend. But just a few things I want to sort of clarify and and give a fair... You know, I don't think uh, everything's fair and above board when people are digging in without knowing the real facts. You know, Rajamangala, I've read that we need it more often and everything. Let's get it straight. The FA of Thailand, they were easy to get stuck into. Don't own Rajamangala. The operators are the SAT. Now, you know they've they've got to make the they've got to make uh, the money come from somewhere. They've had two years without without anything. You know, it was mothballed was the old place. People seem to forget a little word called COVID. You know, the Thailand's still recovering. When I got here. Probably, oh, I don't know now, we're getting on for nearly two years ago, but it's not that long ago. People were selling possessions on the street to survive. You know, we've got to remember these things. Now, those who complained about the Leicester game, I made my feelings clear the other week. I think it's more down to prima donna Premier League clubs. And the FAT got stick that day. It was a private operation. It was a private enterprise. You know, you've got to see it from both sides. Now, for what it's worth, Rajamangala, I enjoyed it on Saturday. I thought it was a fantastic atmosphere all around the place. And it's an amazing sports complex. You know, there was so much going on around there. Even if you're just a football fan, there was a floodlit beach football six-a-side tournament going on after the main event. There's so much more going on around there. And I read... uh, People weren't satisfied with the food and drink options. Well, you could say that about every stadium in Thailand, Dale. I think there's only Buriram and uh, BG that you can go downstairs and get anything, and it's sparse then. 
Rajamangala's got a massive market. There was lots to eat and drink. There was opportunities. There was, a, I think there were probably dodgy little bars that people set up to earn a few pence. But, you know, you could get something if you looked around. And then um, I heard about the ticketing. That was a shambles. Well, I think if you've got 10,800 into a glorified friendly, you're doing something right. And again, it's not really the FAT. Try blaming TTM. They were in charge of operations. Uh, the pitch, by the way, I think it helped to a good game. It looks, I mean, admittedly, I was in the gods. That was another thing. You could sit anywhere you want, and every seat in that place has got a good view. You know, clear view, not like some of the places you can go to. Um, the pitch looked good. Both sides played a good game. I really enjoyed it. Now, I've also heard, well, we need a bigger stadium. Really? 55,000? How many times are we ever going to sell 55,000 in Thailand? And if you're selling more than 55,000, you means you've got a good product. Far better to have demand than having an empty ball. In my view, anyway. Oh, and forget my silly idea of expanding capacities and digging down. Another amazing facility of the Rajimangala has got an underground car park under the pitch. I didn't know about that until Saturday. Now, the SAT do get blamed that it's not available for Thai national games, but they've got to get gigs in, you know. And we've got to remember sometimes football's our passion, Dale, but it isn't for everybody in Thailand. It's only a small minority. Those who go, don't get me wrong, they're as passionate as anywhere in the world. But it's not a big thing here. And we've got to sometimes remember that. It's not all about us. Um, finally, finally, it's a question and I'm open. I'll listen to anyone. Anyone can come on and challenge me. It'd be lovely, wouldn't it, to have a dedicated football stadium, rectangular. Great. Who's going to pay for it and where are you going to build it? Just, just general thoughts, Dale. Just general thoughts. But I think it's a smashing place. We're going to use it when it's available. Understand the SAT, I've got to utilise it to bring funds in, to fund other athletes and other sports. And uh, use the next best options when they're not. Maybe Buriram, maybe Songkla, maybe Beijing, whatever. Whatever the states of the game. But it's not all doom and gloom. I can't wait for the weekend and the start of the season. There's far more positives than negatives. And I honestly think some people get out of bed in the morning hoping to find negatives. That's brilliant. Very passionate, that, Rob. And a, a lot, a lot of good points. I think a lot to take in. So if anybody would like to comment, obviously, we're on Twitter. You can reply to our, our threads on Twitter. We're happy to receive any, any emails, uh, any comments on either the Podbean site or on our blog. Like I say, there's, there's lots going on there, Rob. Brilliant. Thanks, mate. Just just a couple of late ones. I think uh, we were a bit quick writing off uh, Bangkok United. They looked good. They did look good, I have to say. The, the formation, they did a job on Buriram, and I know they did the same last year in the corresponding fixture, but I tell you what, they were well set up. They were well set up. Whether uh, And I think Buriram are going to miss Balingi up front. And uh, one addition to the big five signings that uh, Tar made the other week, I think Charlie Clough's going to have a stellar season at Ports. 
whether it's just because he gets stuck in and the crowd get behind him or he's going to have a season of technical brilliance, I don't know. But he'll make a big impact. Yeah, I think he will. I think it's it's one of those signings, isn't it, that certainly on paper, they look made for each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one. Anyway, that's been brilliant, Rob. Thanks so much. So, I think as we go into the season, good luck to everybody. Just enjoy the football, enjoy the experience, try and remain positive. And as always, any comments, anybody who wants to come on the show, just get in touch. And let's have a great 2023-24 season. Yeah, enjoy everyone. Have a great week. Good luck all teams this weekend, particularly Conken. Thanks, Rob. Speak next week. Cheers, mate.